guys, welcome back. Today we're talking about what competing in a 17 hour triathlon has taught me about launching products online. This is the Launch and Scale podcast, the home of some of the best e-commerce advice on the internet today. Whether you're launching your first product or scaling your existing storefront, we include conversations from industry experts, best practices, and practical tips to help you run a profitable e-commerce brand online today. I'm your host, Kirsten, and my mission is to create 100 seven-figure brands by 2027. If you're going to be one of them, be sure to subscribe and not miss another episode. By the way, for more resources and information on how to work with us, go to launchandscale.co. Remember, that's .co, not .com. Apart from that, let's get into the episode. So in 2017, I competed in my first triathlon, my first Ironman triathlon down in Florida. And Ironman, if you don't know what that is, it is not the Marvel character. What it is, is a 2.4 mile swim, followed by a 112 mile bike ride, then to top it off, a 26.2 mile run, a marathon after all of that. And to paint the picture of what that looks like, you have under 17 hours to complete this. I completed my first Ironman triathlon in 15 hours and 14 minutes, but I completed that. And in this video today, I'm gonna to break down the nine things I learned from doing and achieving an Ironman triathlon and training for months and how that has some transferable lessons to launching a product online and starting a company. By the way, if you're new to my channel, at Launch and Scale, what we do is help you with actionable strategies and content to help you launch and scale your e-commerce brand on your own website to build a freedom-based business where you can be your own boss and work on your own terms. So if that is you and resonates, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss one of our regular videos. Hey guys, I'm Kirsten. So you probably clicked the thumbnail because you're like, what the heck does an Ironman triathlon have to do with starting a company online? Actually, there's a lot. And so before we break down the nine things we're getting into, first off, um, the Ironman uh, triathlon was the hardest thing I had ever done in my life. And I've scaled Kilimanjaro before, I've started companies, but nothing prepared me for Ironman training. Because what you're gonna find out today is that running an Ironman is very much, very similar to setting a goal of starting your own company. They're both things that are massively out of your comfort zone. They're both massive, massive goals that require months of hard work, consistent effort to get something off the ground. And the payoff doesn't come to the end when you're actually doing the race or launch your product and start to get those sales. So there's a lot of transferable things that we're gonna get into in today's videos. Um, training for a big goal, something that terrifies you, is exactly the same thing as a product company. So we're gonna get into some best practices and things to watch out for when you're on this journey yourself. The first thing I learned is it's a marathon, not a sprint. A lot of product creators think that their go-to-market plan is going to just take a couple weeks, but when you get into it, you realize the intricacy, the number of prototypes you gotta get through to get a final product you're happy with, the number of tries you need for Facebook ads, the number of influencers you've gotta pitch before you start to find your groove. It is something that is a process that takes a lot longer to train up for and do than you think. Same thing with Ironman, because with an Ironman, to get up to that distance to go from couch to crossing that finish line is anywhere from eight to 12 months of consistent training five days a week. And it is like having a part-time job. It Training is between 10 to 25 hours a week. So it's a marathon, not a sprint. Remember the game you're playing. It takes a lot longer than you think it's going to, okay? 
Number two, I the comment I get the most when people find out that I've done a uh, an Ironman, they're like, I could never do that. And when I f met the, f the first person ever to do an Ironman, and he told me what he just went through, I was like, forget it, you're crazy. I would never do that. And turns out five years later, I did. So what's important to know is that small steps compound big results. So when you say, I can never do an Ironman, well, it's true. Because if you try to run an Ironman tomorrow, when you're completely out of shape, don't go to the gym. You, you don't go from zero to 100 in uh, like overnight. So small steps compound big actions. You don't start with an Ironman race, okay? You don't start with the goal of trying to hit seven figures in your first six months when you have no business experience. Small steps compound big changes. So when you look at the training regime of what it takes for Ironman, you look at a 12 month schedule, the first three months are dedicated to just getting into the habit of showing up and working out. It's preparing you to be able to run just 5K, to be able to stay on the bike just 15 miles, or to be able to swim 750 meters. The basic, basic things before you can start ramping up training. So same thing with starting a, a company. You're not going to be good at everything in the beginning. It starts with small steps over time compound to big results. So if you feel extremely overwhelmed because you're like, man, I just don't know how I'm going to build a seven figure brand or how I'm going to hit my first six figures or even how I'm going to hit 10K months, it all starts one sale at a time just like an Ironman training plan and being able to finish starts with one training session at a time. Point number three is the biggest block to you scaling your company, to taking risks, to signing up for an Ironman, and even following through with the training in the first place. Fear. I remember the time that I was training and I did my first 100 mile race. My body had never hit that threshold of 100 miles before. And for weeks, I was terrified. I as soon as I got to mile 95, my body started freaking out. And what it turned out is that when I talked to my coach, the 100 miler is this like weird threshold that all triathletes are terrified of because for some reason, your body, my body literally thought I was going to die if I hit 100 miles because to me, that was never possible in my life to bike 100 miles, even though I, I knew I could because I signed up for this, this Ironman race where I have to you know, do 112 miles of biking, but 100 miles was just this big thing that was terrifying to me. And so my body resisted. It resisted in the form of trying to talk me out of training, trying to talk me out of um, you know, hitting the, the distance or, or stopping when I was ahead because I was tired. And that idea of resistance will happen when it even comes as early as like every single triathlon and race I sign up for now, I will do three consistent weeks of training and my body feels great. And by week four, the resistance starts to kick in where it's like, oh, you don't have to do this. You've been good the last three weeks. You don't have to keep going. And that is fear talking. And number three is probably the most important thing to take away from, uh, Ironman because your mind is going to play tricks on you. Your mind is going to do the same thing. It's going to talk you out of showing up when you're not feeling like it. It's going to talk you out of being consistent. It's going to talk you out of your dreams if you're not careful. And so you have to be very aware that fear is a the biggest driver of people 
uh, that drives them. And if you know how to play into that fear and if you recognize fear in your body and that resistance and act anyway, that's how great things are achieved. So point number three is fear. Point number four, pivot, pivot, pivot. Your training plan is never gonna go the way you want it to. Injuries happen. You might have gone out drinking one weekend and then Monday morning shows up when you're supposed to swim 1500 meters at the pool. You just feel like sleeping in. Um, perhaps you realize you're not getting the right calories in or, and you get at a calorie deficit. Perhaps work is really crazy one week and you just have a really hard time showing up and sticking to the training plan. Your business is the same way. You're going to have weeks where it feels like the world's conspiring against you. It feels like you're just, you're sick and you can't show up. It feels like because your employee quit or because you're hitting a roadblock because you are not a marketer and you're somehow expected to learn how to sell a product that didn't exist a year ago. Like all these things, it's important to, to prepare yourself to know that the road is long and you're, it's never going to go according to plan and you have to be adaptable and be very aware of things that are going to hit you from bad customer feedback to marketing campaigns that don't work. And you're going to have to be prepared to know that this is the way it's supposed to go because if, every, if this were easy, everyone would try it. So you have to prepare yourself mentally to know that things are not going to go according to plan so that when they do start to go wrong, you're able to navigate that and just pivot your strategy versus see it as, oh, well, if it's this hard for me right now, is this a sign from the universe that I shouldn't be doing this? Actually, it's a test. You have to keep going, okay? So pivot, pivot, pivot. Things will never go according to plan. Point number five, it's all in the training. I uh, really struggled to show up and train when I first signed up to do triathlons because to me, as I was someone who was never athletically gifted, I was always picked last in gym class. I hate group sports. For me, it's all in the training is that I didn't identify as a triathlete. I didn't identify, I didn't have a belief system that I was someone capable of being athletic. And so because of that, my body just did not want me to show up and train. But when you change your identity to go from, well, I've never done this before, I'm not a triathlete, I'm not an entrepreneur, then when you change your identity and your beliefs to someone who believes you can achieve something, you're gonna be able to show up in your training. And the other point with this, I think there's like two points in this one, but the other point with it's all in the training is that when I get, uh, I work with a lot of frustrated product creators because we have say a lot of engineers that come in with a really great product idea. Engineers that have never learned to market a product in their life. They, they don't know sales. They don't know how to be marketers. And so when you show up and start trying to sell something for the first time to launch your first set of Facebook ads, to talk to suppliers for the first time, to do all these first times, it can be very frustrating and overwhelming because part of us just thinks we should be good at it at first. And when we're not, it's like, oh crap, I got a lot to learn. So don't get frustrated because you're not good at something in the beginning. Use the frustration to set proper expectations with yourself and know that you're going to get better with time. It's all in the training is about training you to improve, to get better, to look at the results and really step into the role of being a marketing company. Because when you take fulfillment 
and product design out of your business, what are you? You're a marketing agency because you're someone who is growing a team and learning how to market a product to a demographic and sell that product. But if you've never done this before, know that you are starting fresh as a novice, complete newbie with not a marketing bone in your body, and you have to trust the training and trust the process and go all in and learn everything you can about it, okay? You're not going to be good at everything the first time you try it. And that was especially true for me as um, going into Ironman training. Now, someone on our team, Gabby, he's doing his first half Ironman with me later this year in 2022. And for him, he was terrified about the pool. So he starts to go into the pool to do training and he hasn't been in the pool for over 10 years. And he reported back to me, he's like, Kirsten, I am awful in the pool. My swimming is bad. I'm very scared for my race. But a few weeks later, after he start, started working with a coach, suddenly he's excited to go to the pool. He's like, my God, my stroke's improving. I'm able to breathe in the pool. I'm starting to see improvements. That is what your journey will look like. So have good proper expectations with yourself that it's all in the training and you're going to get better. Number six, maybe this is just me, but if this is you too, say a yes, heck yes in the comments. Okay, you're gonna feel like showing up and doing the work about 30% of the time, which means the other 70% is going to feel forced, okay? There's a lot, training is boring. Showing up and consistently working on your business is boring because it is monotonous, like monotonous, um, consistent effort every single day where sometimes it's going to take weeks before you start to see the results you want, okay? And because of that, it can be very unmotivating to keep showing up and doing the thing when you're not seeing too many improvements. But you have to know that you are going to feel like showing up about 30% of the time and your feelings of, I just don't wanna do this today, I'm not feeling this, Whatever your mind is trying to do, again, is just fear holding you back. So showing up regardless of how you feel is normal and that is the way forward, okay? So you're going to feel like showing up a lot less than you actually want to and that is perfectly normal. Point number seven, the payoff is at the end. It's so true. When I signed up and the, the gun went off at the start line and I started the 17 hour grueling day, I was excited because months and months and months of monotonous training and hard work had finally all come down to this one moment. And all the hard work and training, when I, when I hit halfway through the swim start, when I got into transition, when I started the bike ride, when on the bike ride, despite my feet absolutely killing me because I was wearing the wrong shoes, and despite seeing the miles drag by on the marathon until I finally finished, it was, all worth it in the end because there's nothing better than that feeling of you grinding for months and then you start to see the fruits of your labor. That is the thing that keeps me coming back to races over and over and over again. And so know that with you, it is a hard journey, but it's all going to be worth it when you finally get someone who buys your product for the first time that you don't know, when you finally hit a thousand email subscribers, when a piece of your content goes viral. It's those little moments that make everything worth it. But there's a lot of behind the scenes work that has to happen where you don't feel like you're getting that payoff. So you have to know what you're working for and understand that your payoff is at the end in the form of small little milestones. Absolutely celebrate the small and the big wins. 
Point number eight. When I signed up to do a Ironman for the first time, I didn't hang out with triathletes. I didn't know a single person really who had done this apart from the guy I met in Thailand, who, by the way, if you're watching this, thank you for inspiring this video. Um, but as soon as I signed up for my first Ironman, I was so terrified. I was like, all right, I have to start learning. So I joined a few online communities. I started to make friends with other people in the, in the triathlon uh, space. And I also tried to get a lot of my friends to sign up and do this. Matt, if you're watching this, you'll attest because when I signed up for an Ironman, I was in the Philippines um, at Tropical Think Tank with Chris Ducker and a few other awesome entrepreneurs. And I was like, just talking about this Ironman. And then I met Peter Shankman in the pool who had also completed an Ironman. And then I, I got Matt drunk one night and I was like, Matt, let's do an Ironman. And he said, yes. And the next morning there were like the, the three of us that had just signed up and committed to running the Ironman in Florida. So after I, I like committed to the Ironman, I was like, who do I know that's crazy enough to do this with me? And I got a group of friends together and we had accountability and it was, and I, I joined a few communities. So what I'm saying with this point is that community is everything. When you're in a journey, it's so important to surround yourself with like-minded people on the same journey as you. Because when that journey gets hard, you don't know if what you're going through is normal. You don't know if there are some best practices, nutrition tips, training hacks, or, or things you can learn from this community to shortcut your learning and just have a sense of belonging with a group of people that are on the same path as you. Community is everything and surrounding yourself with people who are on the same journey as you is the thing that made the biggest difference being in the Ironman community. Point number nine is have a mentor and a coach to walk you through this process. As you can tell, when if I asked you to sign up for an Ironman today, and you do it, the next thing you're thinking is, what the heck do I do? Like, where do I start? How many times a week do I swim? How many times do I run? Um, how do I know if my run cadence is normal? How do, I, how do I know that I'm eating properly? Like, how do I manage Ironman training around work? Like, all, there's hundreds of questions I had. So for me, doing my first Ironman, I wanted to partner up with a coach who was able to map out week over week, month over month, what I had to do, as well as give me feedback as the weeks were going on and help watch my stats to make sure that I was eating enough, to make sure I was eating the right things, and to tell, like, show me if my, um, my swimming was too slow or too fast to make sure I didn't burn out. That coach made a world of difference for me. And I can't imagine doing an Ironman without David and without having signed up for a coach the very first time I was doing this because I was literally lost and I could have seriously injured myself and not eaten the right things and not trained up to the proper endurance or had the right equipment to do the race. So in saying that, that brings me to the end of my nine points. And you've just learned what it takes to bring a large goal into existence for you and how to implement it and how it applies to your product company. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe on your mobile device. And for more resources and information on how you can launch and scale your e-commerce business online, be sure to go to launchandscale.co. And we've also got a ton of free actionable content available on TikTok and YouTube 
Just be sure to go to either platform, search for Kirsten, my name, K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N. Apart from that, we'll see you in the next episode. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launchpad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like the Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launchpad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launchpad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.